You're listening to the Detox and Chill podcast with Megan Dillon and Beck Benyon. We're two millennial women in the corporate world juggling wellness and a fast-paced lifestyle. On this podcast, we're breaking down wellness into digestible episodes that fit into your weekly routine. We're on this journey with you, learning from wellness and lifestyle experts in their fields. From our lighthearted banter, what's the appropriate amount of time to go between shaving our legs? To getting deep about everyday struggles like hormones, societal norms, and gut health, we're your podcast besties. Disclaimer, no late night text needed to detox and chill. Hey everybody. Hi gang. Happy Monday or whatever day you're listening. Hopefully it's Monday right when it comes out, yeah. right? I kind of, do we love <laughs> that these come out on Mondays? Yeah. I kind of do. Yeah. It's great. It's like the, I don't know, Mondays are so tough mm-hmm. regardless and mm-hmm. I feel like it's just the best start because I listen to, so mm-hmm. it's I know. the best start to my week. <laughs> I know and I, a lot of my podcasts that I listen to come out on Tuesday, so yeah. I have to wait for an episode yeah. until Tuesday and so Monday I'm like, well, what am I supposed to listen right. to? Right, right. I'm kind of at a loss. Yeah. So let us know if you don't like it though, for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And I loved when we did Monday, Friday, Mm because I feel like that's such a good way to bookend your week. So hopefully in the future we can do that. We have some plans for a double post or double episode Mm -hmm. week. So stay tuned for that in 2019. Um, But today we're just so excited to be here today's topic is very important we'll get into it later yeah um but yeah <laughs> we're excited to be here <laughs> we're so excited no really guys it's what it's almost nine o'clock p.m which mm-hmm. is like usually my bedtime mm-hmm. to be perfectly honest and yeah. in bed reading yeah for sure um so a little tired there's been a lot of life changes so i guess yeah. i can officially yeah. update you guys so like today's Today is a big day if you're listening to this on Monday. So kind of behind the scenes, and I'd actually love to do like a solo episode Mm -hmm. or an episode talking about this, but um, I changed jobs. I changed like fields completely. Yeah. So I feel like this has been in the works for a while just with my blog and now the podcast. Like this is truly my passion. So um, I switched to PR and mm-hmm. I couldn't have done it without shout out to Rhonda, who I met hey, at an Rhonda. almost 30 event, which that needs to be part of the story because mm-hmm. it's insane what happens when you put out the energy to the universe that it's so crazy. You're feeling stuck. Like you want something new. Um, so yeah, it's crazy. Like the end of a huge chapter mm-hmm. in my career that totally wasn't a fit. And I'm so excited for what's next and I'm just excited to learn I'm so excited to learn yeah you know it's been a while since I've immersed myself in mm-hmm. something completely different and just excited to crush it yeah congratulations I'm so Thank proud of you. you for doing this it's crazy it's been like two months of immense growth and change and I'm just mm-hmm excited now to put in the work so. yeah and I it's interesting because I've seen you go through all of this yeah. because it yeah, was like you were here when I found out that yeah. I officially got it yeah I mean it was 
it, and at the beginning when you said that you were feeling stuck and you went to the almost 30 event it was right as we were starting our podcast yeah. and, as well and i have just seen more and more relief in you oh my god since you've been interviewing Honestly, and since you've been changing the biggest weight mm-hmm. in the entire world and i think when you actively are trying to move into something that you feel is more aligned with who you are it's just like your true gifts can shine Mm -hmm. whereas for me and I could go on and on about this for anyone I don't know who feels like they're in a similar boat but like finance I can be very good at it I have my CPA license like I don't know it was a lot of work but it's not easy like it doesn't come easy to me and I have to work really hard and it's like a huge grind whereas like if we look at the podcast like what me and you have Mm -hmm. experienced in the past what four months months. Mm -hmm. it's insane like it's insane when you feel like something is a fit so I'm just excited I'm um yeah I'm just excited so bear with me if if I feel a little bit like off kilter it's because I'm trying to adjust to all these changes but Mm -hmm. they're all good and Mm -hmm. it's necessary so all good things happy first day of work even though it's a week away (laughs) for us right now yes 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 yes. so excited need to pick out my outfit yeah hashtag first day of school probs yes (laughs) and you'll have your new bling in your ears so it's gonna be great yeah so i mentioned that last episode (laughs) so hopefully by now i'm i have my new piercing we'll post a pic of our piercings together (laughs) matching we're so hardcore (laughs) um so we went to an awesome event a couple weeks ago at outdoor voices one of our favorite brands as well um and it was a wellness wednesday event with our good friend jennifer hanway um she was on the podcast as well our favorite little british woman who's I absolutely fabulous and obsessed with her yeah she's like i want to be very godmother yeah yeah i just love her so much so hi jenny we love you um and she talked about beautiful skin from within and Mm -hmm. so she gave a great talk about how to heal your gut how to you know eat for your skin because our skin is our biggest organ Mm -hmm. and there's so much that goes into it um and she had these amazing little smoothies that were pink and so cute and we just had the best time Mm -hmm. um with her and meeting we got to meet one of our listeners hey kate yeah shout out to kate oh my gosh i think i was like way too aggressive and like you know how i am but i just love everyone i just love people Mm -hmm. so like whenever anyone comes up to us it hasn't happened a lot let's be honest but i feel like because it hasn't happened a lot i just attack them and like hug them and they're probably like this girl needs to calm down we hope we didn't scare you but we love you thank you for saying hi and if you guys listening ever see us just say hi it literally made my entire week it was amazing um but there's another opportunity to see us (laughs) big news and we're so excited so we're hashtag doing things Mm -hmm. with outdoor voices yes on november 7th yes so november 7th at 7 p.m um we're gonna be having a panel discussion more details are gonna follow but it's in um their new store in seaport in boston yeah um so if you're in the area please please come see us we would love to have everybody there um yeah so we're really excited about that and we're recording it live so it's going to be an episode that will release later in Mm -hmm. probably december yeah and we want it to be super interactive so 
whoever comes can totally ask questions mm-hmm. and be on the pod. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's going to be so fun. We're so excited. And I'm already planning what outdoor voices mm-hmm. outfit I need to. Yes. Order. 100%. It calls for a new outdoor voices outfit. Yes. And they have a great new fall collection. Yes. So stay tuned for that. Um, but while we were there, <laughs> I had a little mishap. Hashtag real life. <laughs> I'm also trying to not like cackle into the microphone. So it was like one of the funniest moments. I'm gonna let you tell the story. So we were chatting with Becky Shade. Also, shout out to Becky because her website just went live and she launched her new venture, which is incredible. So check out Mm shademadecreative.com because she's amazing. So we were just chatting and then all of a sudden Beck just looks down and is just like, wow, my shoe just <laughs> fell off. <laughs> and literally the entire sole of her shoe mm-hmm. just fell off. It broke. And she just the reaction was pure gold. <laughs> just like, wow. And that's where we are wow. for the day. Here we are. <laughs> and it was like already a long week. I was like, this of course is happening to me today. Yeah, but my it's not shoe just like, broke. So like, I understand like a flip flop strap breaking, or like <laughs> that's actually kind of all I understand. But like the whole sole of your shoe of fell my boot, off. like they were nice boots. Yeah, too. they're my favorite boots, and now I can't <laughs> wear them. I've had them. Granted, I've had them for a very long time, but they like go with everything. Yeah. They're so comfortable, and yeah, you'll have to go to a cobbler. <laughs> I so wanted to use that I think that there's word. one in the North End, actually. I think there's one in Davis Square, too. Oh, my gosh. Cobbler. I don't know if they're worth that much to go that's, to a that's true. cobbler. You could probably just buy a new pair. But, well, yeah, now I'm in the market for a new pair of boots. So if you can find me out there a pair of boots that's, like, has a little cutout on the side, uh-huh. can be suede, hopefully suede. I like suede. Yeah. I have leather boots, so, yeah. like, suede. Yeah. Um, Like, a little bit of a heel that are comfortable that i can wear all day in the city please let me know it's tough that are under like 150 dollars yeah because i don't i'm don't yeah. want to spend that much. i just got this pair that's leather but they're like kind of shiny and i'm gonna return them because i've decided that's not yeah my i just don't i'm look. yeah i can't pull that off no same it's too much same. maybe with the piercings though now oh we're so hardcore wow like we're gonna get all tatted up <laughs> Full sleeve, (laughs) detox and chill. You've changed, Meg. You have changed. (laughs) So, yeah. So come see us. We're so excited. We love you guys. We're excited Mm -hmm. for everything coming up. Yeah. I don't know how to transition to today's episode. Yeah, this is not as flawless of a transition, but it's a very good episode. Yeah. Um, So today we have Yuri Tamikawa. Yes. Did I get it? You got it. Yuri, I know you're listening. You taught us well. I know mm-hmm. we went over. We did. You were so helpful. Um, <laughs> and I'm the worst at pronouncing names. So Yuri is on the episode today. So Yuri is the founder and CEO of ZenCare. And I was especially excited for this episode because I just think they're, even though we're so much ahead I think as a society compared to 10 years ago with things like depression and anxiety I do think that people just don't talk about it and Mm -hmm. I really really want to kind of lift that layer of um kind of like 
having to hide it. Mm -hmm. Like I just want to have an open and honest conversation. And I think that Yuri was the perfect um, guest for us to have on. Yeah, she was amazing. And the company is amazing. I think there's a certain point that you get when you're dealing with mental illness where you feel like you don't have anywhere else to turn and nobody really understands you. And it's so hard to find a therapist. And there's just a lot of things like hoops to jump through Mm -hmm. most of the time. And so Yuri with her company Zencare has done a really great job at um, just getting rid of those boundaries so you can go to Zencare and you can type in your address and you Mm -hmm. can look up all of the therapists in your area you can see if they take your insurance or not um you can book an appointment right from the website it's makes it so much easier Mm -hmm. um and I think if there's any relief that we can help with and we can spread the word about then we want to do that because Mm -hmm. mental illness is a real thing um and we like meg said we really want to lift that stigma off Mm -hmm. um because you know we've dealt with it we have people close to us who Mm -hmm. are dealing with it and who have dealt with it and so it's just it's really close to us and really important to us to get that out there yeah um yeah and i think this is an important one to listen to as well if you maybe if you don't struggle but you have friends or family in your in your life that you're kind of picking up signs that potentially um they might be struggling this episode yuri gave such great advice for those people in that situation um to just try and help in Mm -hmm. any way you can because i think That's sometimes one of the toughest things is just feeling helpless, whether you're the person who's struggling, because I've definitely been there, or if you're trying to help others. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, so we're excited for you guys to listen to this one. Yeah, Um, and remember, if you are struggling or know someone who is struggling, um, obviously we are not doctors, so Mm -hmm. please go seek help if you need it, Um, and if you're ready for that, and if you can help, you know, one of your loved ones with that, you know, try to, Um, and if you are feeling at the point where, you know, nothing else is helping and you feel like you're lost um please reach out to the suicide prevention lifeline it's 1-800-273-8255 there's also an online chat which is amazing Mm -hmm. um so please please um do that if you feel like there's nowhere else to turn Mm -hmm. and we love you we love you we see you we hear you. you we hear you we love you Yeah. So we hope you enjoyed this episode. Please reach out if you have any questions. Um, If you just want to talk, remember our secret Facebook group. Mm -hmm. If you ever need to talk, we have a really great group in there. Mm -hmm. Um, Very open. And what happens in the group stays in the group. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's a it's kind of a safe place to find friends and and Mm -hmm. not, you know, feel like you're alone. So, yeah. So we love you. Let us know what you think. Mm -hmm. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Silver Fern. One of our favorite brands. We had Charity Light and their chief nutritionist on a few weeks ago. um, And we're so excited that they're sponsoring us. I have been using the protein powder for a while now and have been loving it. It's completely plant-based and also has probiotics in it, which is 
so nice. It's kind of unheard of. Yeah, very efficient. I, As I've said before, I love efficiencies. Um, so I've been using that and the Tino, which is their fiber powder. Um, and that has made a world of difference. So adding that flavorless powder to my drinks, smoothies, even water um, is a game changer and also very efficient. So love getting that in. So efficient. Um, and I also recently just got the protein powder. I'd heard you talk about it so much and Charity loved it. So it is just as good as you guys said. I'm kind of transitioning into trying to do a morning smoothie. So I'd been stuck in a breakfast rut for a really long time. Um, and this just makes them delicious. Mm-hmm. It is so good. It's so creamy mm-hmm. and it truly tastes like chocolate. It's so good. It's like a treat for breakfast. Um, And I personally have struggled with a lot of gut health issues. So I absolutely love Silver Fern's probiotic. Um, And I think what makes it so different is that you don't need to refrigerate it, Mm -hmm. which Charity kind of enlightened us that... um, you know, with some other brands, how would you expect a probiotic that needs to be refrigerated to get where it needs to go in your stomach, which mm-hmm. is obviously above a refrigerator temperature? <laughs> um, so we love it. They were so gracious to give us a discount code for you guys as well, which is Detox15. D-E-T-O-X 15, which will get you 15% off of whatever you order. Um and word on the street is that there might be a new flavor of protein mm, yes. coming soon. Yes, so exciting. So you can find Silver Fern at www.silverfernbrand.com. So that's S-I-L-V-E-R-F-E-R-N-B-R-A-N-D.com. So please go check them out. I've been using the coupon code for myself. Yeah. So go check it out. Let us know what you think. Um, and we're so excited for you to try it. Thanks, Silver Fern. Yeah, thank you, Silver Fern. Hi, everyone. Um, Welcome back. We have a very, very special guest in this studio, in the apartment. apartment. (laughs) (laughs) This is very new for us still. Um, Yuri Tomikawa. That was right. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. (laughs) Um, She's in the apartment with us. Um, (laughs) She was so generous enough to drive or take the train up from Providence today. She lives in New York, but we just happened to be in the same place um today so we're so excited to have you yuri thank you so so much here thank you we're pumped we're so excited um so we just want to get right into it um give us kind of a background on you what led you to where you are now um and i guess i should have mentioned what you do now um but let's how how about you start off with what you're doing now and then go with how you got there absolutely thank you both so much for having me here and for listeners to be listening I am the founder of Zencare. Zencare.co is a website for people to find their ideal talk therapist. And our goal is to make it as easy as possible for people to find quality mental health care in a smooth and comforting way. So our web, on our website, people who are looking for therapists can come on, watch videos of therapists to get a sense of what they're like, filter by insurances, fees, and availability, and book a free call to find a good fit. And I... You know, I started this company three years ago uh, based on my own experience looking for a therapist. I was um, fresh out of college, uh, two, uh, two years out of college at that point, and living in New York. 
and I went online to look for a therapist because I was in a total quarter life crisis. Mm -hmm. I had no idea what I wanted to do with my job or with my uh, career and, you know, went online and did a search for a therapist and just found that the process took so long. I would call, leave voice messages, email, not hear back. Mm -hmm. Um, About half of the people who I reached out to, of the dozen people I reached out to got back to me. And of the people who got back to me, they were telling me they weren't taking new clients Mm -hmm. or they had wait lists um, or their fees that they listed online were much higher than what they, uh, or their fees were actually much higher than what they listed Mm -hmm. online. So it took multiple weeks and I still didn't have a therapist. And that's when I wanted to uh, solve that problem. So that's what I do today. That's so cool. And so important that you're working in that mental health space. Um, because I know it is such a hard process to just actually talk to somebody and get to that step. So Mm -hmm. the way that you're making it easier for people is just so refreshing. Yeah. Um, so let's take it back to where, you know, when you were going through your quarter life crisis, um, did you, you know, so you were looking for a therapist. Was there a point where you were like, I can start a business or was it like, you know, fear? How did that all go down? Yeah, that's a great question. So rewinding a little bit, you know, back in uh, high school, I always wanted to be some sort of leader um, in an organization. So I knew that, um, you know, that was sort of my goal in my career. And then I always thought that I wanted to be in nonprofits uh, or in government organizations. And so during college, my goal sort of shifted um, to, you know, I want to start a nonprofit at some point in my life. And I had always imagined it to be like when I was in my 40s or 50s after I built a whole career working for another nonprofit or working mm-hmm. in business. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, you know, after, so after graduation, I worked at McKinsey and Company as a consultant and that opened my wor- eyes to what business could do. Mm-hmm. And so after I left McKinsey, you know, when I was in this place of trying to figure out what I wanted to do, I was looking at every option. Mm-hmm. You know, I was looking at joining startups um, that had a social, uh, you know, mission to their, uh, to their goal, um, to the, what, they, what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I was looking at businesses with, you know, um, like B corporations mm-hmm. um, and also considering starting my own company and Mm -hmm. I had a huge list of ideas that I was going (laughs) through at the time Uh, and one of them was you know helping women uh, gain greater access to child care and then after after talking to like two moms I had realized I had absolutely no idea how (laughs) child rearing works so realized that that was probably not the best idea for me to pursue and I kept thinking of all these ideas and that was when I really face this problem of, oh my gosh, I am in such a dilemma and Mm -hmm. I don't know where to go from here. I'm so stuck. Mm -hmm. And then came across this other problem where I actually could resonate with it and realized that finding a therapist is a problem that I could solve um, and something that would have been beneficial for me earlier in life too, in college when I was struggling and Mm -hmm. then talking Mm -hmm. to friends, realized that a lot of people go through it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was sort of like the light bulb mm-hmm. moment. And then, you know, 
gradually from there, it was a lot of research and talking to people that solidified my idea. Mm-hmm. I'm so curious because I think with Zen Care, so it looks so seamless now. So for anyone listening, if you've never been on the website, it's just zencare.co, mm-hmm. right? So it's so seamless. You can kind of search for exactly what you're looking for, what kind of therapist, but I know there's obviously so much back end work that went into that and I can't even begin to imagine you know insurance all of those different pieces so once you had this idea how did you get that up and running because it seems really daunting yeah it was I was lucky in that you know some of the first people I interviewed uh, and they were my friends and then friends of friends and because I was recently out of college I still had people who were you know, in school, um, who I knew. So I went to Brown University and it just so happened that mental health was a really hot topic on campus. And I got to speak to a lot of students who were trying to help other students find off-campus therapists. Mm -hmm. And that's sort of where I started and speaking with them and getting their input. You know, I was again, really lucky in that they were so excited about the concept of Zen care. And so they taught me a lot. And then when I spoke with therapists in the community, they were also really interested in helping me learn. Um, so they taught me all the different types of therapy, you know, op- type uh, therapy modalities that are out there, mm-hmm. how insurance works. Um, and so a lot of it was just in learning through you know, absorbing uh, through these interviews and meetings. Um, Does that answer your question? Yeah. And I'm curious, you just sparked another question. So what are some examples of the different kinds of modalities? Because I'm mainly familiar with talk therapy, Mm -hmm. but I'm so curious what else. Yeah. So within talk therapy, there are different types of approaches. Um, So there is psychodynamic therapy where you're really looking at how your past influences your present. So let's say, you know, your past relationship with your, um, how you were raised, right? And how you perceive, you know, how family dynamics should be or Mm -hmm. how relationships should be, how friendships should be and how we're projecting those expectations of ourselves Mm -hmm. or of others um, in our life today and understanding that to make improvements and adjustments today. So that's Mm -hmm. kind of psychodynamic therapy. Um, And then... Cognitive behavioral therapy is another big school of thought mm-hmm. uh, or therapy modality, which is short, you know, people say CBT for short. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and CBT is much more focused on your thoughts and behaviors. So let's say that you get really anxious when you um, go into a meeting, mm-hmm. you know, you can do really small tricks. So for example, noticing um, certain colors in the room, you just notice the number of things that are green in the room. Even just that exercise can actually calm you down or breathing mm. exercises. Yeah. I'm like, like, like trying it now. White. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and, or, you know, thinking about, okay, you know, if I get really triggered by someone saying something, you know, why is that? And, um, restructuring your thoughts from negative ones to more positive ones um, and improving, for example, negative self-talk. That is um, shifting your mindset, shifting your thoughts and 
actually your behaviors. So for example, if you're depressed, trying to you know, get up and go for a walk every day, just forcing yourself to do that. It's more on the behavioral side. So those are what I mean by therapy approaches or therapy mm. modalities. And that's not something that the average person mm. knows. No. Um, and it's something that, you know, the kind of education that I received in building Zencare, and I was like, oh, I think mm-hmm. I resonate with this one or this one. Um, there are all sorts of other modalities like holistic therapy. And of course, you know, outside of therapy, um, dietitians can help with eating. Mm-hmm. Um, psychiatrists provide medication. Um, and there are all sorts of other great alternative um, healers as well. But we really focus on Zencare on therapy. And um, yeah, even within that, there's a lot that you can choose from. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, so I am wondering, what is your role now since you've started the company? It's been around for three years. Mm-hmm. You're CEO of the company. Um, what does your day-to-day look like? Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) If you can even answer that. Um, There is really no typical day-to-day. It's more what am I working on that week and Mm -hmm. that month. Mm -hmm. So I would say even until, you know, 6 to 12 months ago, my day-to-day was included operations. So I was doing all our photo shoots. So I would go and meet with therapists all around Rhode Island, all around oh, wow. the Boston area wow. with my photography yeah. gear and take photos of the offices. Take oh, photos for the website. Mm-hmm. So for every therapist mm-hmm. profile, there's the video mm-hmm. and the photos. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I took all of them. So oh that's gosh. amazing. Thanks. They're like amazing. Thank you. They're so good. You're Thank so talented. You. <laughs> yeah, that was something I learned um, after... I started the company as well. So that was like a big part of my day to day when we first or until, you know, six months ago. Um, and then also I was the one um, talking to all our therapists to see if they might be a good fit for mm-hmm. our network. So every therapist who is being considered or is considering joining Zencare has to go through our screening process. Mm, yeah. And what that entails is really asking them, you know, where did you receive your training around this specialty? How would you, what would you do in these scenarios? Sort of like, um, you know, as if we were building a group practice of providers offering mm-hmm. really excellent care. Wow. Um, so I was doing all of that. So that oh was like God. a lot of what I was doing. Yeah. Now um, we're at a point where partially because we're in three geographies right now, which are not an hour yeah. away. Right. <laughs> um, we have photographers who, you know, um, do all our photo shoots and they're fantastic. We have a clinical team who does the, you know, screening calls. Mm. So I'm less involved in the operations. Um, we have an awesome team for that. Uh, and including fantastic interns who I love. <laughs> um, and, I'm more focused on higher level strategy. So uh, for the past two months, I'd say, uh, I've been focusing on, or a month and a half, I'd be focused, I was focusing on um, hiring. Mm-hmm. So that's probably going to be my focus for another three to four weeks. Um, right now, we're also looking to redevelop our website. So that's another big endeavor, which will take up yeah, a good, huge. Yeah, mm-hmm. a good amount of my time for the next like three to four months, I'm hoping, mm-hmm. um, if not longer. And then getting the team up to speed. So it's going to be a lot of, um, you know, making sure that people have clear work streams, 
that we're working together as a mm-hmm. team, uh, people are getting the support they need, mm-hmm. all that stuff. So I know that doesn't answer like a typical day question. No, the, um, it gives us a look inside your world though. And I think yeah. it's so amazing that you've created this company with teams and with employees. Yeah. How many employees do you have now? So right now we actually are just two full-time, mm-hmm. myself and my colleague, okay. Maggie. Um, and once we hire other team members, um, I think we'll end up being around five uh, or six people. Um, But we have a team of five, no, six photographers now, Mm -hmm. six photographers uh, across three geographies. We have, I want to say like five or six interns. It's been shifting a little bit recently. (laughs) Right. Um, But basically, you know, an army of interns Mm -hmm. who run our operations and they're fantastic um and we have our clinical team so three clinicians um and i think i'm missing a few we have writers so Mm -hmm. we have part-timers contractors Mm -hmm. interns um about 15 to 20 of them um, oh wow that make up the rest of the team Yeah. yeah that's amazing That sounds like such a huge responsibility at first when you were screening the therapists. Mm -hmm. Did you have anything in particular that you like was a non-negotiable for Zen care? Professionalism. Yeah. You know, um, we understand that we're asking providers if they want to join and seeing if it's a good fit. And even though we are coming across really from a genuine place of wanting to help both the therapist and the patients at the end of the day, mm-hmm. uh, from the therapist perspective, you know, it can come across as marketing. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so, but even then, you know, so we can often get very, um, rude sort of responses. <laughs> um, and even though, you know, the environment in which we're meeting is a very unique one and it's going to be very different with clients, we still want clinicians who we're excited to work with and who we're excited to refer, you know, clients to, because at the end of the day, you know, the sort of bar for Zen care is, mm-hmm. would I refer a friend or family member to this person? Mm-hmm. You know, can I have a friend go on Zen care and look for a therapist without having to ask me, mm-hmm. you know, who's, who should I look for or who yeah. should I go to? Um, and so that's really sort of the, bar that we're trying to set i i just like the whole concept because i know people who are close to me that have struggled and i think there's so many barriers like we were talking about earlier to find a therapist that's right for you let alone one that has an appointment so it's just so amazing that you can have this group of amazing therapists right so you just have this group that you know you can trust you can easily book with them because I think that's also a huge problem um is that if you book with a therapist it'll be in a month or and you know when you're struggling with some of um with any mental health issue the last thing in the world I feel like is that you want to wait yeah. to meet with someone. Yeah, I know that's absolutely true. And, you know, since I started ZenCare, whenever I um, give a talk or, you know, oftentimes clients will write in and they'll say exactly what you just mentioned, which is, you know, thank you so much for building this. It's made it so much easier for me to reach out to a therapist. You know, I've gone through so many other, um, you know, ways of reaching clinicians and, 
so hard to navigate insurance websites. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like such a hassle. And to your point, when you're in that headspace, you just want someone to talk to and mm-hmm. having to jump through hoops with insurance and trying to figure out whether therapists take your insurance is just mm-hmm. a headache that you don't want to deal with. And I would never want any of my family members to have to yeah. go through that and then, you know, be afraid to talk to me about it. You know, it's just, there's this whole... Um, almost stigma around it which is tough Um, and I definitely want to get into that as well with you I know we chatted about it before we started recording but I want to bring that back Mm -hmm. to the surface um, and kind of get your opinion on that yeah um, specifically around stigma around mental Mm -hmm. health I think that you know it's interesting because well I think I am in a bubble where people are talking about mental health Mm -hmm. all the time so I feel less of a stigma in that sense um, because I'm surrounded by so many amazing, you know, especially young people, uh, college students, recent grads who want to talk about mental health. Mm -hmm. And so I think the stigma is slowly being um, addressed, um, especially on college campuses. It's very different, let's say, than when I was, you know, in school. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think one of the most important things we can do is just talk about it like we are right now Mm -hmm. um, and talking about how mental health can manifest itself in so many ways um, and to prioritize it ourselves as well. Mm -hmm. And I think that prioritizing mental health can mean finding a therapist, even if you're doing pretty well, just for that potential, you know, rainy day scenario Mm -hmm. where something does happen and, at that point, you already have built a relationship with someone, so you don't have to start from scratch. Mm-hmm. Um, it can mean asking, you know, friends if they're feeling down, like, how are you doing? You know, can I help? Mm-hmm. Um, bringing up the possibility of seeing a professional and helping them through that process. Um, you know, I think overall, just talking about it uh, makes a huge difference. And it's, I see the impact in my own friend, you know, circle of friends. Mm-hmm. Because I run Zencare, you know, the conversation comes up at dinners and these Mm -hmm. are friends who've never really talked about it. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of my Asian friends never talked about mental health, Mm -hmm. even among Mm -hmm. friends or especially with family. Mm -hmm. And so I can see that, you know, it sparked that conversation. It's caused friends to be open to considering therapy. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a really important thing. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And I know... We were also chatting a little bit too, but mm-hmm. just for entrepreneurs and people who are pouring their heart and soul into something, it may not leave as much time for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so can you talk a little bit about that? Like, do you think therapy is a, a key part for someone building their own business? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, that was a giveaway. Question. <laughs> Absolutely. I think every entrepreneur has a different experience. But I struggled a lot my first uh, year and a half to two years. It's really only in the last year where I've suddenly felt like, maybe even less than a year, where I felt like, wow, like suddenly I feel lighter. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I think that's just the nature of starting a business or starting any big project. Mm -hmm. You put your heart and soul into it. And sometimes, you know, the market doesn't reciprocate. (laughs) sometimes Mm -hmm. things don't operationally go this way you want it to and you're learning everything from scratch you have all these relationships you have to manage Mm -hmm. um and that can really take a toll 
um, especially for a lot of people who are doing this as a side hustle too. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, having a place that is that you've invested your time into for yourself to talk about the challenges you're going through and address it, you know, that addressing them in a healthy way can be so beneficial. And I think, you know, I, I had a therapist right around the time I started, um, Zencare, who I met through a friend. And then, you know, after that I had, I've had another therapist since then and both have been really fantastic in helping me address not only things that come up, you know, at work, Mm -hmm. but also just things that happen in life that Mm -hmm. then impact Mm -hmm. how you perform at work. And so I think, I think it's incredibly important to, you know, see just like you find a business advisor or coach, uh, having a therapist as your own personal wellness coach, Mm -hmm. um, eventually will have an impact on your business too. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, So I want to ask this question because I think a lot of people don't know the answer to this, but like, what is the process to find a therapist through ZenCare or, you know, if they're in a part of the country where ZenCare doesn't exist, you know, Mm -hmm. um, how do they go about doing that? Does insurance cover it? How much does it cover? Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. get into like yeah, that. I don't know the answer. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> I'll be honest. Yeah, I <laughs> know. Those are really great questions. Um, and most people don't know. And, you know, one of the biggest questions we get is, does insurance cover therapy? Mm-hmm. So um, so in terms of Zencare specifically, we're currently in uh, New York City, Boston, and Rhode Island, mm-hmm. most of Rhode Island. Um, so if you're in any of those uh, geogra- geographies, you can use the website and it's pretty straightforward. You just search by your insurance or um, by sliding scale fees. Mm-hmm. So that's a lower amount um, per session if a therapist is willing to negotiate that amount and go lower oh, if you gotcha. can't pay okay. their um, typical fees. Mm-hmm. And then search by, let's say, you know, what you're going through, anxiety or depression or career stress. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you could just book a free call with a therapist directly on the platform. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're in places other than those three geographies, I would recommend um, doing a Google search. There are platforms, other uh, marketplaces out there for therapists. Psychology Today is a big one. Good Therapy is another. Um, And then there's also online therapy platforms like Mm -hmm. Talkspace. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think Talkspace is the biggest one and they're doing both video and also texting. Mm -hmm. Um, But the most important thing when you look at these websites is you know, most therapists will offer a free initial call mm-hmm. and on Zencare you can book it directly. Mm-hmm. But, you know, even with these other platforms, I would really encourage people to take take up the therapist on that offer mm-hmm. and just ask these basic questions that you guys are asking right now. You mm-hmm. know, asking about, um, you know, how would you address this? Here's what I'm going through. How would you address this? Mm-hmm. Um, and then asking some basic questions around fees and insurances. Mm-hmm. So, in terms of the insurance question, uh, insurances do cover therapy and okay. mental health services. Depending on your insurance, you might have a deductible, mm-hmm. but co- if you have a copay, uh, it's typically very affordable. It's mm-hmm. like twenty to forty dollars max. Right. The issue is that in big cities like Boston and New York City, and even in places less so, but more and more um, in other geographies as well therapists are not taking insurances. 
Oh, really? Mm. Yep. And so um, therapists who are impaneled with insurances, who are networked with insurances, will be completely full Mm -hmm. because there's so much demand because everyone wants to use their insurance. Um, And... uh, and so that's really hard to get an, I mean, it's very hard to get an appointment with an in-network mm-hmm. therapist because they're co- constantly full practice right. and not accepting new patients. And then the therapists who don't take insurance charge, um, in Boston, I would say around anywhere from 120 to $150 per session. Mm-hmm. New York, it's a little higher, 150 to 200 mm-hmm. per session. So that ends up being a big challenge for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I will say is to, unlike you know other uh, reasons why you might go see a doctor or use your health insurance for mental health and for therapy, really look into your out-of-network benefits because mm-hmm. especially if you work for a big company and you have good health insurance benefits, it's very likely that you have out-of-network benefits mm-hmm. and that can cover a significant portion mm-hmm. of your out-of-pocket costs that's so good to know yeah. i would have yeah. had no idea and i work in insurance so yeah. <laughs> yeah. So is it do you just reimburse exactly okay. you get a reimbursement so you send in an invoice to the insurance company and it sounds like a huge hassle mm-hmm. but if you think about you know finding a therapist who's a really good fit who's mm-hmm. offering mm-hmm. quality care many of them choose to drop insurance because it doesn't pay them enough mm-hmm. um, per session and it's a lot of paperwork on their part. Mm-hmm. So I've had, and it's not, you know, insurance, there are plenty of great insurance accepting clinicians. It's just that they're full. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and therapy isn't something where you go in for a quick 15 minute appointment. You know, mm-hmm. it's an hour mm-hmm. every week or every other week or every month. Um, so there aren't many, if it's a good therapist, you know, they're not going to have that many openings. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something definitely to keep in mind. Um, but you want to find a therapist who's a good fit because, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you don't want to waste your time. That's mm-hmm. valuable too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And it, I mean, it's mentally taxing on the therapist as well. So, um, I mean, I can imagine not having a good fit as a therapist would be not great for both parties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, one thing I'm wondering for anyone listening who's maybe never had a therapy session. So I know we talked about there's different modalities, but is there anything that you can expect going into your first couple of sessions? Yeah. One thing to definitely keep in mind, um, and we have sort of an explanation of, you know, what happens in your first session on our website, but in the first session, I think at least when I was first looking for a therapist, I wanted to be quote unquote fixed mm-hmm. in my first appointment, mm-hmm. you know, um, and I wanted all my problems to be gone mm-hmm. after the 50 minutes. And that's certainly not the case because in therapy, you're addressing either deep rooted problems um, or things that are, you know, lifestyle related, things that you can change in your um, personal life one by one. And so it's a long process. Um, It's sort of like going to the gym, you know, you're sort of working uh, your brain and your emotions um, and healing your heart. So in the first appointment, actually, a lot of it is going to be that your therapist just asking you sort of intake questions, questions about your history, what you're going through. Um, and maybe they'll suggest one or two skills or things that, that you can try before your next appointment. But it's really in the third to fourth sessions that you get into the meat of things mm-hmm. and to the nitty gritty of 
changing habits or starting to think about different relationships um, or, you know, addressing different traumas or historical challenges you've had. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think being patient and just, you know, knowing that, uh, Mm -hmm. having that expectation going in is really important. Mm -hmm. Can a therapist prescribe medication? Yeah. So therapists, so there are different types of degrees that therapists will have. Mm -hmm. The big buckets of types of providers you can think of are psychiatrists who are um, medical doctors and they can prescribe medications. Um, They also offer, often provide talk therapy. So that's what can get a little confusing Mm -hmm. sometimes. Um, So you can call them a therapist or a psychiatrist, but really there are psychiatrists who offers both medication and talk therapy. Nurse practitioners also provide medication management. Mm -hmm. They often don't Uh, do therapy as well unless they have specific training in that and then therapists are this big bucket of Mm -hmm. psychologists counselors social workers so people with various degrees but all offering talk therapy Mm -hmm. and they don't prescribe medication i did not know that difference i didn't either and i think that's another thing where you know potentially if you're struggling with Mm -hmm. depression or anxiety where someone thinks that medication could be helpful that's another thing to kind of mm-hmm. wade through when you're trying to figure out who to even see. So I feel like all of this just gets so challenging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think when people are considering this, you know, therapy is a really great place to start. Also, because it can be, you know, it's hard to find a therapist. It's even harder to find medication prescribers who are in network with insurances. Mm-hmm. It's extremely mm-hmm. hard. And so if you start with a therapist, one, they might know prescribers who they've worked with in the past and who they trust um, and who have a sim- who understand, you know, the approach that they're taking, whether it's, you know, not overprescribing, mm-hmm. um, you know, taking a more holistic approach. Um, and also they would be able to potentially work with the psychiatrist on what's best for you based on what they know. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that people should be wary of when going to therapy? Like, is there anything that a therapist mm-hmm. should never do? And for someone who's never gone to therapy, they don't. Mm-hmm. They That's may such not a good know. question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think number one is if after, you know, four or five sessions in, you know, I mentioned it takes some time mm-hmm. to get into things. But if after four or five sessions, one, you're either not feeling a connection with your therapist, Mm -hmm. you know, that you're just not getting that, uh, you just don't feel like they get you or they understand your problems or you're making any progress. Mm -hmm. Um, So two, if you're not making any progress, then I think, you know, it's okay to question that Mm -hmm. and to one, raise it with the therapist and say, hey, you know, I don't really feel like we're making progress. And they might explain, hey, you know, I'm taking things slow because of this reason. Mm -hmm. Um, Or they might help you find someone else. You Mm -hmm. know, at that point, you're welcome to find another provider. And this is why people actually often um, compare finding a therapist to dating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, you have to I've find that, that yeah. good fit mm-hmm. and it's totally okay. It, it's very hard. Um, this is why, you know, finding a good fit from the very start is so important. And, you know, even shopping around, like mm-hmm. talking to different providers on that 10 minute initial call mm-hmm. is really valuable. Um, because, uh, 
you know, it can be really hard to start over, mm-hmm. but it's so much better to start over at that point than, or at any point, really, if you're, you know, a year into your therapy appointments, if you're listening to this right now and you're like, hey, I've been in therapy for a year <laughs> and I don't feel much, cha- you know, difference, then it can be really beneficial um, mm-hmm. to start with someone new. So I think that's, you know, one thing that I want people to know. Mm-hmm. Um, and also that, at different times in your life, you might need a different kind of therapist. Yeah, that's true. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe at some point you need a life coach and that's what is going to get you to that next level in life. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think that's one thing that I would say. The other thing is if therapists talk about themselves, mm-hmm. that should not happen. Right. Only in the context of helping you mm-hmm. um, should the therapist be talking about themselves. So that's another thing. And then the third thing is, you know, if you, for example, come from a different cultural, uh, ethnic, racial background than your therapist, and you want to address questions around, you know, your own background um, or identity, mm-hmm. and your therapist, you know, it's very normal for your therapist to ask to try to understand, you know, mm-hmm. your background better whether whatever background you come from but if it becomes too anthropological (laughs) that's another time when you can raise that you know your therapist has good intentions um so i think raising these can always be a good idea um if it causes awkwardness Mm -hmm. that's another time when you can reconsider Mm -hmm. so good to know it's so good to know i feel like you know going into it, it can feel pretty intimidating. So it's Mm -hmm. just good to kind of have um, a baseline. Yeah. So one thing we kind of touched briefly, but I'd like to get into a little bit more because I think it's really challenging. Um, It's just if you feel like you have a friend or family member who's potentially struggling, do you have any recommendations on how to broach that subject? Because I think in our culture even with people that we're close to it's something that's oftentimes swept under the rug or Mm -hmm. people try um to dance around it a little bit so i'm just curious if you have any recommendations for our listeners and for me (laughs) (laughs) yeah so there's a great article uh on, on zencare by one of our providers where i learned the answer to this question um and you know, I think our instinct is to want to help and to want to solve our friends or loved ones' problems. Mm-hmm. But actually, what this therapist says is that we should be there for them and make them feel heard. And I think, you know, I, by nature, am a problem solver. Mm-hmm. And so I want to be like, okay, you're going through this. Let's do this, this, and this to fix it. Mm-hmm. Um, but really what they, you know, what's best is to make sure that, you know, the people that were we love you know feel heard and they can share their problems and be like you know that's that sounds really difficult um you know I hear what you're saying um and another thing that was helpful for me to learn in this piece was to not raise your own um, experiences Mm. too much Mm -hmm. um you can say something like you know um something where you can you know resonate or they can resonate um with your experience but not go into oh yeah that's exactly like what Mm -hmm. I went Mm -hmm. through um that's another important thing and then to really be with them during that hard time um and checking in with them Mm -hmm. and then you know if you're concerned about their safety 
um, which is probably not going to happen for, you know, a while if this is the first time they're raising this with you. Um, but if it gets to that point, you can be really upfront with them. You know, I'm concerned about your safety. How about we do this together mm-hmm. um, and reaching out for help at that point? Yeah. 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 I like that approach. It's uh, cause I mean, I, I think everybody has been at a point where they're going, they're struggling through something and they, there's that person that's like, Oh, I know exactly mm-hmm. how you feel. Like mm-hmm. just do this and you're mm-hmm. going to be great. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not what you need. You, the, the thing that helps is those people that listen or that just say, Hey, I'm here for you. If you need it, mm-hmm. they're not pushy. They're not, mm-hmm. you know, talk to me mm-hmm. and I'm going to bug you about it until you do talk to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a, a really good point. Yeah. And I'm wondering like if you also experience, it in your personal like day-to-day lives mm-hmm. you know like I um this is something that my boyfriend and I actually sort of developed together as a couple yeah was you know I would be um sort of complaining to him about some challenges that I would go through and he'd want to like provide mm-hmm. solutions it. Yep. and I, oh, I had to like <laughs> I can relate and um it was only when I was talking to my friend about it that she was like maybe you just need to tell him like you know can you just like I love that you mm-hmm. want to help me, but you know it would be great if you could just say, "It sounds like you're going through a really hard time right <laughs> exactly. now." And yeah. it's something that I didn't think about, but mm-hmm. I think I do it all the time to mm-hmm. other people too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and it's something that that I'm training myself on, and mm-hmm. um, it's been really helpful for my boyfriend and I to just realize that acknowledgement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm of people's struggles goes a really long way yeah Yeah, totally I used to like so when John and I were dating Mm -hmm. um I would just like cry you know because you know just cry sometimes Mm -hmm. and he'd be like what's wrong like what can we do to fit like what yeah like are you happy you know whatever and now I'll tell him like some days I'm just like yeah I just needed to cry today and he's like okay like, yeah. Are you, like, are you okay right now? Okay, cool. Like, yeah. Sometimes you just need the space. Mm-hmm. I think I had talked about this on an earlier episode, but it, some some days going to work is a challenge. Let's mm-hmm. just say that. I think everyone goes through that. Mm-hmm. If you have any job in the world, mm-hmm. some days are tough. Mm-hmm. So one day before work, I was also in tears, mm-hmm. and Dan, my husband, was also like okay, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this. And I would just like got immediately overwhelmed. Mm-hmm, and I was mm-hmm. like, I just need this time yeah, to cry, to yeah. just let it out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if that's a difference between, you know, the fem- feminine and masculine yeah. a little bit. It could be. But that's just been my experience. Mm-hmm. So I agree. We've kind yeah. of gotten to the point where I can just be like, hey, I just need the space to... Yeah let it out and then maybe in a day or maybe in a week Mm -hmm. we can try and solve it but you just kind of need that Mm -hmm. time Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. totally and I think that's also why some therapy sessions are like that where you're just letting everything out Mm -hmm. and that's what you need and some therapy sessions are much more quote-unquote constructive in the sense of okay let's problem solve Mm -hmm. you know what you're going through right and the fact that it's just a third-party person who doesn't know you and is unbiased Mm -hmm. and you know isn't gonna judge you for anything is such a breath of fresh air Yeah. yeah and it's like also one of those things too like I don't know, I'm closer to Dan than anyone else in the world, but mm-hmm. sometimes to just have that third party who isn't invested. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like they're yeah. invested in you feeling good, but they're not invested in anything that's necessarily going on yeah. to just have that yeah. impartial mm-hmm. 
third party is huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I often, you know, typically I find that in my friends, mm. right? Um, but I think what's different about a therapist is that, you know, that is their job. Mm-hmm. And so even if you're raising the same problems every week, you know, because it's a continuous thing in your life, they're not going to, you know, you're not, uh, I always feel like, oh, I can't raise this over and over again with my mm-hmm. friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, right. but with a therapist, it's like, okay, this is my chance to really address this. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is also super valuable. And then also they're trained to help you, right. you know, resolve <laughs> these issues. Yeah. They're yeah. never just going to tell you to get over it. Mm-hmm. They're, they're right. going to be with you mm-hmm. if you need to hash it out mm-hmm. 10 right. times, 20 right. times. Yeah. And I always have trouble with friends when they get emotional, mm-hmm. I never know what to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, to just have someone with that experience, mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. always just like, hug. I know. <laughs> but I can't offer, I feel anything valuable, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, definitely. Well, I can't believe where the time has gone. Like, oh my gosh. Almost at 45 minutes. Really? It's crazy. Yeah. Um, so I want to tell people where to find you, where to find Zen care. Um, is there a way that people that aren't in the geographies to reach out to you and be like, Hey, we want you here. Is that, yeah, a, I was going to say, pop, what like, are the, what's plans? in the future? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, plans for the future, continuous expansion. Mm-hmm. Um, we always want to be helping more people find therapists and especially in San Francisco, we get so many inquiries and we're like, Oh, oh really? I'm sorry, we're not there yeah. yet. Yeah. Um, but people can reach out through us through our contact page on mm-hmm. our website and, um, you know, I'm happy to speak with um, other female entrepreneurs, people in the wellness space, um, and yeah, always welcome feedback on our website as well. Mm-hmm. So, and that's zencare.co. Mm-hmm. Um, are you are you guys on Instagram? We are on Instagram. Okay, and then it's zencare on Instagram. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's zencare co actually. Zencare co. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Um, so check Zencare out if you feel like you need it or if you feel like a friend needs it. It's a really easy way to just say, you know, hey, if you ever need something like this, check out Zencare.co. Um, I think it's amazing what you're doing and we always love to support um, women entrepreneurs. Um, mm-hmm. And you've space. been the most supportive too. So supportive. Shout out to your <laughs> over yeah. here because she's been the most supportive. Yes. So good. So we lo- we've loved recording with you. Um, you can find us at detoxandchillpodcast.com or on Instagram at detoxandchillpodcast at bestfriendbeck at musingsmymegan mm-hmm. and we love you guys so much don't forget to rate and review yes subscribe follow us on Instagram all the good stuff yes oh and uh, so we are on iTunes Stitcher our website um, and we also have a secret Facebook page. Oh my gosh, this is the first time we're talking about yes. it. Actually, it's super exclusive. Super exclusive Facebook page. So just type in Detox and Chill Podcast on Instagram and it should come up. If you need the words super exclusive, you can enter those into and you'll find yes, it. Yes, yes. <laughs> and you just request to join on Facebook mm-hmm. and you will be in like our chat. We post funny mm-hmm. things we find. We post about yep. our episodes and it'll be a great way to just see what you guys want more of than mm-hmm. any guests. Yeah. And we'll, yeah, we'll talk about all of the dirty details in that Facebook page. So <laughs> check yes. it out. Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you soon. Bye guys. Bye.